Hey guys, welcome back again to another Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigar, Cigar Soapbox, and coming to you live from the Huddle Up Store studios. I am your host, Bradley, with my co-host, JB. JB, say what's up to people. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? We have a great topic for you today. This is all JB's idea, so really it's going to be JB's show. But before we go into the topic, I want to tell them exactly what we're smoking today, which we don't know. We yeah, I was no going to say, do you even know exactly other than the wrapper? No, I don't. I, I don't. These are brand new test blends for us that we have a manufacturer that wants to be among our house brands, right? So many manufacturers uh, send us cigars to try, and we like very few. And so you got to be something special in order to have the ZHB logo on your uh, brand. So uh, we're testing these out right now, and I'm testing one that is supposed to be much like our spice cream. And uh, as I'm smoking it, Mm. I got to tell you, dude, it's not bad at all. Is it spice cream? Well, that remains to be seen because I'm only into it right now. It's a Robusto, just so you know. It's a Robusto. So I'd say it's 6 by, probably 6 by 52. That's what I'm guessing. What are you smoking? Uh, the San Andreas. The San Andreas. Okay. So right right now, by your look on your face, you're kind of like, hmm, nah. No, it's, it's a banger. Oh, really? I'm just interested to see where it goes. Okay, okay. But at yeah. the moment, off rip. I'm not going to say it yet. We'll come back to it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, what's fascinating is if we're talking about goats today, I don't mean the goats that go, you know, or that's a lamb. You know, the goats usually go, meh, you know, something like that. But so we're talking about goats, some of the greatest of all time. And you proposed a really interesting question to me. So go ahead and take us down the road. Well, it's just like the cigars that we smoke, you know, this is a very subjective conversation. Or is it? And that is what makes somebody the greatest of all time at their discipline. Right, right, okay. Right? Yeah, like, so, so, I mean, uh, discipline or activity or whatever else. Yeah, there, like there, that. there okay. are, there, that's yeah. why I chose the word discipline, right? Whatever mm-hmm, they choose mm-hmm. to study and put their time into, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Whether it be art, music, like uh, sports, well, you cooking. Ma- you made mention of that. One time, we were talking about the, the greatest rapper of all time at one point, and you said, you know, who's known? Probably Eminem. But the first thing you said beforehand, it's probably some guy in a, in a kitchen somewhere. Some guy in know. a – actually, that's a that was a line, I think, from a Logic verse, actually. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, where he said, uh, the greatest rapper alive is probably somewhere stuck in produce. Yeah, okay. So uh, I guess the, the first category we got to take out is it's got to be well-known. It's got to be popularized. If you're going to be the goat of a culture, and we're talking about the goat of our cultures, basically, you know, so like if it, it has to be well known in some degree. So I would say worldwide. Yeah, but at this point, at yeah, this point, yeah, especially in this in this point with in time, Instagram and yeah. all that, I would say at this point, and that so that's one of the reasons that that I'm getting sidebarred, but like that's one of the reasons Michael Jordan made such a big impact in the game of basketball was because this guy flying through the air on the TV just captivated people all over the world that had never seen this before. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, Not to mention he was the first person to put like his name on merchandising. Like w- Michael Jordan was the was the first person like Jordan's became he a big was, fan. Yeah, he was one of the biggest first to get like those those big endorsement deals. Right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. So uh, that, that started us a new era of, of you know, shoes and everything else like that but that yeah. brings us to the category of like you know what what 
what kind of criteria do you categorize somebody as being able to even be in the conversation as the GOATs, right? So let, let's talk about GOAT. For, GOAT stands for greatest of all time. Right. Okay, in whatever discipline you're talking about. So uh, the, the first thing is you have to, there. I mean, just break it down. First, the greatest. I mean, you, yeah. you have to be good at what you do for sure. Who's the first yeah. person you think about when you think of the word greatest of all time? Tom Brady. Really? Yeah, Tom in football. Okay. Yeah, Tom Brady. Greatest, okay. greatest quarterback of all time, hands down. Okay. And that's probably because of his stats. See. And like and what he's done and what he's been able to accomplish, despite the controversy and despite everything else like that, the dude just wins with no matter who is around him. For sure. You know, so like as a result of that, I just think and every time you hear goat or see goat in the football or the NFL age. It's always been Tom Brady. Now, before right. that, it was Montana, or it was somebody else, or it was you know Troy Aikman, Dan you know, Marino, you know, Dan Marino, uh, even Ben Roethlisberger got there with what three Super Bowls. So, yeah. I mean, you know, three plus Super Bowls puts you in the goat category See, in the NFL. When I hear the words "greatest of all time," mm-hmm. the only person that comes to my mind is Muhammad Ali. Okay, because sure. he was he was like that was where that was where you heard that term, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the greatest of all time. Right, right, right. like I'm right. The, you know that the shit talk, right? Like that—that's where it right, that came right, from, right? Right. Yeah. So he could probably be the person credited with the goat, but see the acronym. But yeah. then you look at somebody like that; he lost fights. Oh, hundred percent. Floyd yeah. Mayweather never lost. Mm-hmm. Now I got—I got a whole another sidebar bone to pick about a lot of Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather's fights because I think towards the end of his career, some of them were probably bought. Okay. But that's a whole another thing with boxing. Yeah. Um, last one I saw of Mayweather was Pacquiao. I saw I don't know, that Pacquiao. was Pacquiao. Yeah. Anybody that bought that fight. Could have went out back in the backyard and watched their two wives fight with pillows and had a better fight. It was a disappointing fight. Yeah, anyway, so I agree with that. Side, sidebar, but like, so so when you start talking about that stuff, you're talking about somebody that's touted among pretty much all of boxing as the greatest boxer of all time. Mm-hmm. But then when you think about that, you had guys like Mike Tyson changed the game of boxing, and then you had guys like Floyd Mayweather. Dude's never lost a fight and has brought more money to the sport than. Anybody else outside of maybe Jake Paul? Right. <laughs> we'll get to Jake Paul in a second. Because I want to talk about YouTubers as greatest of all time and everything like that. But, so, but do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what Mike Tyson did for the sport of boxing was he, he absolutely revolutionized the way that uh, somebody who was undersized could could take on a sport like that with oh, the yeah. science of it, right? Working on the inside and everything like that. Yeah, Roy Jones, oh, you know? Goodness, yeah. These guys yeah. were artists. Yeah, they were. Um, I mean, it's... it's So when we talk about greatest of all time, the first thing you have to be is great at what you do. And there's a lot of people who are great at what they do, okay? Uh, but then you talk about of all time, you know? And but you can, talk, you, can you be a great of all time and not have stood on the podium? Meaning, like, Dan Marino never won a championship. Could he ever be considered in no. the greatest of all time conversation? No, Dan, Dan Marino's a great quarterback. He was playing when I was young. Yeah. So I remember watching Dan Marino, uh, and he was phenomenal. But you're right, he never closed the deal. And so I think in order to be considered, and the stats aren't nearly as, his stats aren't the Baton Mannings, his stats aren't even the Eli Mannings. See, and I think I mean, so that's like, a conversation, too. Like, you said Tom Brady, right? You were mm-hmm. like, probably because of his stats and stuff, but, like, how do we how do we weigh that right? Like, because I look at Peyton Manning and what he did with that Tony Dungy offense. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me there's no other quarterback in the league that could have done that Tony Dungy offense the way Peyton Manning did it. Maybe a couple. So let me let me let me say this. So our, our podcast is about men, masculinity, and cigars and, and culture too. So as a guy, we respect greatness predicated on your amount of success. 
that's how that's how we that's how we judge greatness. Well, and that's why you hear the Bill Russell's got you know this many rings. Right, right, right. So, and I mean, and we talk about being the goat. You also have a lot of pride involved in that, a lot of arrogance involved in that. Anybody who's a professional athlete or professional in anything they do, they're going to be arrogant to some some point of degree. So what I'm what I'm not advocating necessarily is the attitude that goes behind to get somebody famous uh, or you know be become the goat. But I will say that just their performance alone, um, I think, can make them the goat, regardless of the personality or anything else. And Mike Tyson was a hothead most of his life. Yeah, he was. You know, and so well, that's because of where he came from, right? He never right. had nothing, and fighting was the only way he got something. Right. So he was right. like, "This is, this is it. This is, this is the only fuel." That I can put in my tank that gets me somewhere. Right, right. Come try to take that fuel away because you can't. Mm-hmm. I get that. But I guess my, my, my question still remains that uh, in culture, we put people on pedestals that For are the not, accolades. Yeah, that are not just good at what they do, but they have personality behind it. That's, For example, no, that's true, too. Yeah, yeah you I mean, got a good point. Muhammad Ali at... All kinds hell of, personality. of a personality, bro. All kinds of personality. He, charisma, yeah, personality. Absolutely. Must, grit, whatever, bro. Yeah. He had I'm it. A, I'm going to see you. I'm going to see you here. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to see you sucker down in Manila. You punk ass sucker. Yeah. You're next. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, he, so that's it, what he said. And that's what, I mean, it shocked people because it, was, it was, wasn't, boxing before that point was more of a gentleman's sport and people were saying it was becoming thug-like, you know, and, and it wasn't becoming thug-like. It was just putting... It was putting a show to what something that was a spectacle already. Yeah. So I well, think, and it was genuine too. Then right, you know right. it wasn't this this patty cake, patty cake. Let's start a big fight so that we can get publicity and make this fight big, like the Jake Paul stuff. Enough but. of the UFC. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the uh, because that's all it's turned into. I um, I can't if if I want to watch that dude, I'll watch I'll watch like some real wrestling. Yeah, like if Pride I want to watch like or, or like yeah. actual watch a Brazilian jiu jitsu match right, instead right. of just watching two men roll around well, on the it's, ground. It's become it's be, the UFC has become Not a, big a laughing stock just by nature of the fact they're still athletes. Your guys are still great at it, but it's become more of a spectacle in a showmanship. And they drama up drama between two fighters just for the sake of views, dude. You know, watch some like watch some like Muay Thai fights in like Thailand, bro. Oh, I, I bet. I mean, Muay Thai is incredible. <laughs> well, not not to mention the fact that like you you know guys that put that sport on the map are like Joe Rogan and you know uh, just the other guy. I mean, the guys back in the day, like I, I remember watching UFC. Well, when I'm a huge like out. Rotan fan. And he, I think he's from either Ta- either Taiwan or the Philippines. And that dude is an absolute sad. He's a legend. He's a legend. Well, before it started getting really, really, really popularized, and you know, showmanship, and you know, it's more about the show and everything else like that. Um, How to get more money? But, yeah, back in the day, I mean, they weren't paid tremendous amounts and that's the thing yeah showmanship and and everything so if i if showmanship I you, pays right now if i were to tell you ask you who who's who's one of the goats of the og ufc days who's one of those goats now okay so here's a weird thing with ufc what do you consider the og days 20, 20 plus years ago oh i don't know i don't know if i could even tell you who was who was in the nfc then uh matt what's his name matt uh Lafleur? Not Matt. LaFleur. No, he's the announcer from on. Or, nah, he's somebody else. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember who who it is. I'm thinking about you know the Chuck Liddell's, the 
Gasly, that, that, that was probably Chuck Liddell was fighting him to like, like sure, 10 what years was ago. that one? Shariah, uh, Saint Pierre, George Saint Pierre, oh, George, George Paul. Yeah, not, George dude, Paul. I'm I'm screwing up. Jake so Paul's bad. in your head, bro. No, no, no. Uh, BJ Penn. It's every day, bro. Um, <laughs> you talking those guys? BJ, like, yeah. I mean, okay. that, they were the ones that started as it became a, a spectacle, as it became a show. Those were the guys who were the real fighters involved in it. Now there's so much money involved in it. Yeah. That guys want to, I mean, they're, they're talking two, two, three million dollars per fight. And they take two or three fights a year. And sometimes even way more than that. 30 million for you all, for 30 million for one night. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Little so, Jay Z line. Well, not, not, not only that, but so when it comes to being the goat in your discipline or in your practice, um, it is very, very, and there's very, there's so many different practices out there. Like if we're going to ask, who is the um, technology goat today? Who's the goat of all technology? I mean, I, it would have to be Elon, bro. So e- Elon, or we are, are, we talking, are we talking Gates? Are we talking Jobs? Are we mm-hmm. talking because they weren't? They didn't really do much. But I mean, you other said than, of this time, right? Like of this time right now, would they're be alive. Elon. Uh, of our life, our lifespan, it would probably be Elon Musk. Yes, I mean, as far as technology, innovation, and everything I mean, else, we're like talking. That, we're talking like he's. We could get to Mars. Yeah. Well, he's gonna. What he's going to do is his gonna cars revo- drive themselves. He's going to revolutionize the fusion industry. Is what he's going to do. Oh, you think he's going to? Yeah, he's going to start. He's going to be the first person to revolutionize revolutionize for the travel. Fusion. Yep, hundred mm. percent. And because because and I actually saw a YouTube with him. He might be from the lizard people. Then the yeah, I've heard I've heard theories. Uh, the <laughs> the fascinating thing about Elon is when he was asked, uh, "Do you think we're ever going to get rid of fuel altogether?" He said, "Well, we can't because rockets." Have to be propelled. Yep, and they you have know. to. And yeah, there has to be a combustion right, to push right. it exactly. And so, in, in space, you have you don't have any gravity, so you have to pro- propel that way. With cars that drive, well, there's no air, right? So a right. fan technically wouldn't really work either. I guess. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know if you could create. Yeah, that wouldn't work. It's really fascinating. I so, guess. So Elon Musk would be a goat. So if if somebody is great in their arena, so let me ask you this: Give me the the goat. YouTubers, if you could right now, the top five goats. So I I would assume the top goat YouTubers right now are actually probably all three gamers. Would be my assumption. Would be that they are all three some sort of a way a gamer or streamer of some sort. So let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. How would you determine? How would you determine success? In YouTube land, it me person. Okay, so let's do that. Not, yeah, not let's, personally. Not like, me personally. How would we all? I mean, like you would look by, at. It's by you how would look many? at views, That's, subscribers, yep, and uh, like reten- just retention. It would it would be retention of subscribers, retention of viewers, and, and the 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 channel continuing to grow. And, and YouTube qualifies that. I mean, we're it we're, does. We're one of those people too. That I mean, we got one hundred and sixty thousand people who watch us on YouTube at best cigar reviews. So. As a result of that, we have watch time that plays into that. How many time, how long, how long they watch? Yep. Likes play into that. How many views play into that? How many returning subscribers? How many yep. people watch a week? That type of stuff. Uh, so, in that category, now taking everything that YouTube does, which I would agree with, by the way, I would say that that's very quantitative. Yeah, you know what would you then? That's say? a lot of data. Yeah. So what? You, so at that point, I could tell you this: I know what the top ten are, and no gamers are in the top ten. Not one of all time, huh? Because that would be because Pew- PewDiePie and Mr. Beast are definitely I'll, up there, bro. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say uh, today. I'll say today. I'm, I'm saying like in the last five years, PewDiePie and Mr. Beast are two of the biggest YouTubers. They are. They are. They're the, in. The, they're in the top ten. They're gamers. They, 
they started out gamers. You yeah. know, they started out gamers. So, P- so PewDiePie isn't necessarily a gamer anymore. That, but he, that's how he got started on right, YouTube. Right. Both of them. They were both started with the Minecraft stuff, right? They, PewDiePie. I thought he was Minecraft. Guy. He 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 might have played a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, I don't remember. I'm not a like I said. I'm not a Mr. Beast follower. When we had that talk about Mr. Beast and what was going on not, with that. Not to mention, I've never played one game of Minecraft. I don't even know what it is. I just know it looks like you know cubes. It's yeah. It's just yeah. a it, it's just a building block world. You can build right. yeah out of squares one okay. by one squares. Um, it's not a first person shooter. I don't know what it is. No 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, they but they're all gamers that grew their channel from their gaming content mm-hmm. and then became content creators. So let me ask you this. This will be this will be good for you and I to say. Of the guys that are out there right now that let's just take Call of Duty Warzone. Let's take Warzone Call of Duty. Of Call of Duty that are gamer YouTubers, who are some of the goats that come into your mind when you when you think of them? Oh man. Um Oh, I, man. Got, I got two that come into my mind. I'm right drawing now. a blank. Scrump, Scump, Scump, okay. yeah, Scump Gaming, yeah. Um, no, it's just one dude. His name—that's his gamer tag is Scump. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an OG curly-headed dude with glasses. Right, um, I know you're talking about. Uh, Nick Merckx for me, just because I've known about Nick Merckx for a really, really, like really long time. I mean, Nick Merckx is great. Um, think of the most charismatic ones right now. Uh, well, I mean, Ninja was a big one for a while. But I didn't really know about him Ninja. until he went big on on YouTube. But Ninja was uh, here's Twitch. the thing about Ninja, um, he's pure gamer, dude. He since day one, he's, he's he, pure a1, gamer. A one, him he's and not an entertainer. Nick he's Merckx a gamer. too, both yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah, they're just pure gamers. They're not entertainers. Yeah. that's why Scump is too. That's why you know yeah. you don't see guys like that. You, you, know. you don't. But there's there there are two guys in the war zone, or in, even the gaming industry they right know, now, like the World League right now. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fascinating. Doctor Disrespect. Is he in the he's World one? League? I don't know if he's in the World. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't bow down to anybody. I know. But so if somebody I, I asks him to do something, he doesn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think he actually plays on a World League team anymore. I, I don't know if he still plays. He oh, he may not because he got in trouble with all that stuff. But he was playing for I think Phase or something like that. I don't know. All I know is Doctor Disrespect is, is is crazy funny. Uh, that's Doctor Disrespect, and then Tim Tim the Tap Man. Mm. Tim, Tim the Tap Man. He's yeah, the, I don't know if Tim plays for a team either. So both those guys, though, here's the thing about being the GOAT in their, in their arena. They're both incredibly charismatic, and they put on, like, a character to entertain people. Do you think Tim's is a character? I really think he is just that goofy, aloof dude. I, I, I like that about him, though. Like, But, I, but a Dr. Disrespect is a character, 100%. Though. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, and he I know does that. well. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So... Do you think it's necessary for someone to put on a character in order to, f- to find out how to be the goat in their area? I guess it. De- I guess it depends on what your discipline is, right? So here's my question: On our videos and in what we do, are we putting on characters to do what we do? No. Yeah. So here's my thing: I know people who do what we do who are very successful and way better than us. Okay, if you're going to take the goat stuff, that do put on character. Okay, they put on someone new. They're actors. They put on somebody different in order to do what they do. Okay, they're not necessarily. They don't talk like that. They don't feel like that. They don't. They don't act like that anytime except for when the camera's in front of them. So here's my question: Are we being duped by goatism today? Mm. You know, or are they authentically real people? And this is the thing I think that's being. I think this is where YouTube is going in the future. Well, even the All Star, uh, the MVP voting thing that just happened with uh, JJ Reddick and Kendrick Perkins on on ESPN. No, what happened? I don't know about that. Um, there was an issue. Kendrick Perkins had brought up something, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to overdo it. You'll have to look are it these up. Basketball players. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But JJ Reddick is a white dude. Kendrick Perkins obviously is uh, a black dude. Um, from he most of his time was in Boston. Okay. Um, 
JJ Redick played for Duke and then kind of didn't, didn't Redick, do yeah. much in the NBA. Um, so Kendrick had said something about there being a lot of uh, snubs to um, black athletes to white athletes in the NBA for the MVP voting. It wasn't worded that way, but that's how JJ Redick took it. Okay. And then JJ Redick said something live on like first take or something about you know that the MVP vote voters weren't racist and things like that and blah 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 blah. So, um, but that brings up the question of like, well, who was the MVP those years really? Like, did Nico did Nikola Jokic really deserve it to potentially here now two years in a row? Did or did somebody else actually deserve it another year? And is there is there some kind of favoritism going on? Right. So that's happening even now on in the NBA in conversation currently. Well, I I think what's when we're talking about being being the goat, uh, I think that if if we're in sports, I think your statistics should prove they, they that, have to matter. Yeah, your your statistics have in some to do way all the talk. Well, they have to do all the talking. Whether you're an idiot, a jerk, see, or like a great guy. Okay, I'm I'm bite I'm biting my own tongue because I'm sticking my own foot in my mouth here a little bit. Okay, because because by that by that theory, in a way, LeBron would be more of a goat than Michael Jordan. But so here, here's okay. Let's let's right. go down to a right. base. I would level. agree with that. I would agree with that. But I wouldn't. I, well, I'm not saying he is. He is a goat. Yeah, 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 yeah. A goat. What I am saying though brings is, up a weird discussion right. now. Right. So with charismatic, charismatic personality and what he's done, dude. I saw a new house and, party and LeBron. And LeBron does, was in that. Well, not only funny. that, but he does more for his community. Oh up, yeah. Well, 100%. Let, let me rephrase that. His stuff that he does for the community is more upfront than what Jordan does. Because I, I I've heard stories that Jordan actually does do a lot for some of his communities. But I, I don't know. So here's the other um, thing, other in thing Chicago, too. when he was in Chicago. Here's the weird part about Jordan versus LeBron debate. Yeah. Is that Jordan is old and retired and oh, yeah. LeBron is still playing. So until you're done done, it's hard to like compare the two. Yeah. So like So I like mean, are you the goat till you're dead or are you or are you the goat? All, until when, somebody dethrones you by some sort of measure. Mark, mark my words, and this is going to happen. When Tom Brady comes out of retirement and plays for Miami <laughs> next year, he just will. He just will. No one believes me on this kind of stuff. But it's he actually kind of hinted at it. But yeah, he we'll will. See. He will. He will. He's in Miami, and he's he's never going to give up till he's like fifty something. That's a, here's my opinion. He's never going to give up till he's fifty something. You want to get out of Tampa Bay because it's not working out. But here's my point. Here's my point. Tom Brady, when he retires, retires. When he's done, done. Right. So when he's finally finished, then the stats matter. Right now, they still don't matter. And so, yeah, same with LeBron. The stats don't really matter. Stat, I, I'm a big LeBron fan. I'm a watcher. I can watch what he does and so on and so forth. Hey, you're talking to somebody yeah. who freaking watched him in high school and right, dude. even played in a couple tournaments that he was at, bro. Right, dude. I mean, like, I'm telling you what. I mean, it's he, he's, he's, an, he's an amazing... He's an, he's an amazing... He's a freaking nature, bro. He's an amazing man to watch handle the basketball and then handle the team. It really is amazing that everything works around him. Here's my point, though. Uh, he's not the best in the NBA, any, NBA anymore. He's just not. Time catches up with everybody. Well, yeah, yeah. He's I not, would say he's, he's one of the best for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, he's still top five scoring right now, and he's what almost forty years old. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. again, he's yeah. Not, he's he can't maintain that, right? Right. It's impossible because father so, time is what undefeated. undefeated, bro. So here's here's kind of like my goat list, right? Give it to me. Yeah, give me some. Uh, let me do this. Real quick. Give me some. Uh, well, goats. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you three. Uh, well, you got a Billy Goat, you got Feigning Goats, you got uh, <laughs> got Goat Cheese. I know everything there is to know about goats. I freaking love Goat Cheese. Uh, do you really? Do you, want, do you want to get me on one? Nah, dude. Bring some pizza yeah, on some a toilet. Cheese? Nah, dude, I love oh. Goat Cheese, bro. <laughs> um, so I, in my mind, like I look at three things for for 
for like goat criteria. Okay. And one of those things is like, yeah, there's got to be some sort of data that backs it up, right? It's got to be statistical data. You have to have stats. Yes. You know, like, but there also has to be the 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 physical proof, right? Like, because mm-hmm. somebody may have the most assists in the league, but then you go back and you watch White Chocolate, you watch Jason Williams dishing these some of them old school passes, you watch AI dishing some of those passes, and you're like, man, those are hella clean. And like, then you think about the shooters, right? Dude, even even uh, Madrid Johnson, dude. Ex- exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Shame yeah, on me, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you think about like the best shooters in the world. Like mm-hmm. you think of like my first thought would go to like Reggie Miller, Ray Allen, but Larry Bird, dude. But you know who yeah, the best Larry shooter Bird in, has to be in there. Yeah, the best shooter in the world's Steph Curry. Yes, you can't deny 100%, 100%. that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He is the well, he goat the, shooter of all time. He he has the stats to back it up as well. Even if you yeah. don't have the stats in yeah. that one. Just watch him shoot the ball, dude. He shoots but, from anywhere on the court. But it as doesn't a guy, touch the net. I know, but here's the thing. As a guy, we have to have – so as a guy, we're calculated. We think yeah. more. We're less emotional and we're more, more logical. So when we set there, of the two sexes, guys are more logical than girls are. We all know that. That's not a slam on ladies. I'm not slamming on you ladies if you listen to this. I'm just saying as a guy, you know. We're more logical. So when, we, when we're going to put – we're going to invest in an idea, invest yeah. in anything, it's got to make sense to us. So if you're going to talk about someone who's the GOAT, you better stat, back that up with stats. Oh, yeah, the stats matter. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said you got to have the right. the data. You got to have the information to back up that you did what you were doing. And he does, you know, and he does, most definitely. So and I think that's part of it. I think you – the second part of that was I, th- I think you also have to have um, – you have to have an undying hunger for it, that okay. discipline. An undying hunger. When you hear there's two people in the game of basketball that you hear other people talk about that were just, they were like, you can't practice with them. They expected everything from you, and if they got nothing, anything short of that, they were in your face about it. Who? Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan. So let me ask you a question. On this two one. of the hardest working me, players on the planet, and that's that's by everybody that's ever been told to them. Let me ask you this about it. Let's go, let's go to Kobe and Michael. Yeah. Let's go to Kobe and Michael. Um, who was better? Better what? Statistically, Michael Jordan was better. Well, not only statistically, but he also played defense. Right. Right. And Kobe didn't. He also was a better leader of men. Right. Because if Kobe was a better leader of men, he would have worked shit out with Shaq. Yeah. And they would have been the best dynasty that ever existed on the planet. 100% that would have happened. It just would have. 100%. Yeah. That's that's the hard part So So that's another thing, right? You got to have that killer instinct. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to lead in your discipline. You have to be respected in your discipline. Which you can't Co- tell Kobe me that was. Kobe, you can't tell me Tom Brady's not respected in his discipline. Oh, every, I you mean, know, you can't tell me Muhammad Ali I, isn't you, one of the most respected. Have you, have you seen the, uh, the videos of the young guys that come up to Tom Brady and say, it's just an honor to play with you. No. Like after they're done playing. No. There's a whole video on YouTube of, of guys like, Guys coming like to the Like standing by the tunnel just waiting for the dude to oh, come like, in. No, like after the game. Like yeah. these are guys, remember they watch. That's what I'm saying, waiting for him to come yeah, back into the tunnel. He's so old. Now that like I mean I'm 48. No, you're he's right. 45. These, these kids were growing up watching right. this dude they, in his prime. Yeah, and so like they were in high school <laughs> wanting to be like him. Now they're playing against him or with him. And yeah. they're like, "Hey Tom, I'm a big fan, man." He's like, "Hey, thanks, man. I pre-. He's very gracious. I mean, every time you see him talk to another teammate, uh, our team a team guy, he's, he just seems to be very gracious and everything like that. I'd love to meet Tom Brady and and talk with him and interview him about. What is it like to experience greatness at that level for that amount of time? Because it's been a long time, yeah. And to come from nothing to where he's at, because he he remember he was draft, like one of the last draft picks, yeah, dude. yeah. I mean, outside of Brock Purdy, you know, 
who was like the last traffic, <laughs> you know. Uh, and who knows? Brad, maybe Brock Purdy will be that guy. He looked good too before he got hurt. I know. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Brock Purdy does this year. So w- we talk about men and the goats and everything else like that. So we talk about. So I'm not talking about innovation. I'm talking about everybody around you will go. That guy's th- the goat. I mean, innovation has to be a part of it sometimes, though, right? Well, you, goats are innovative naturally. Well, like, yeah, they, they but don't want to stay where they are. They want, always want to get better. Like the the Eminem debate, right? Right, Eminem. Like if you look Love at it. if you look at record sales and album sales from a rapper standpoint, mm-hmm. there's only like there's only like eight people in the music industry higher than him, and we're talking people like the Beatles, right? Zeppelin. He's the only uh, rap artist to be in the, the even close. Rock and roll hard, no, he's not. Nah, thing. there's more. I did a little more research. There's a lot more. Was he the first? Um, no, 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 no. There's okay. like LL Cool J, um, Run DMC, Jay Z's in there. They're talking about Missy Elliott's up for induction this year. So th- that's there's a lot more than I thought with that. I love Missy Elliott, dude. Have but, I told you that before, dude? Like, I'm, I'm a big yeah. Missy Elliott. If you got a beat, stand up, man. Damn she it. can search it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm yeah, dude. Missy Elliott's <laughs> incredible. As a woman, she made Nicki Minaj who she is. Oh yeah, just make make no For make sure. no difference, man. Make, make no little mistake. Little Kim, all them old schools. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Little Kim, look. Yeah, little Kim owns everything to what's his name. Uh, uh, Biggie. Tupac. Oh, Biggie. Biggie. Biggie yeah, That's yeah. right, Biggie. Yeah. Um, she wrote those coattails. We know it. But like, so but you look at like the you look at the album sales and you look at the numbers and you look at like what he did for that. So for him, one of the reasons I hold him so high in the rap industry is I probably never would have got into rap if it wasn't for him. And okay. neither would have half the other world, I'd because agree with it, that. it wasn't it wasn't something that appealed to that those kind of people right, until right. he made it appeal to those kind of people. The first the first rap album I ever had in my house was the Eminem show. I can actually tell you when I bought it. I was ten years old. My mom got it for me at a Target. I remember like vividly when I got that album, and it was in two, the year two thousand. I was ten years old, like. So I remember when it came out. Yeah, there was like FEC was against it and everything else yeah. like that. I mean, they were like the FCC the won't FCC, let me be because they're trying to let me. Yeah, dude, yeah. try to shut me down on MTV. MTV. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I mean that that whole album changed. So like, well, I, I and think then take, something else take that, it in Tom Brady and Steph Curry now. So it, so yeah. So here's the other thing too. When you're not just a when you're not somebody who's just respected, but you have changed the industry that you're in. Yeah, dude. Like people went. Okay, like like example, LeBron has changed the game in the yes, way that yes, no other athlete has yes. taken care of their body. This dude could yes. probably play way longer because of the way he takes care of himself. Right, right. Tom Brady changed the game in the way that you look at how you 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 play a football game. Peyton Manning changed the game in the way that he worked with a dude named Tony Dungy who ran a completely lucid offense that had zero structure to it right. and was completely free-willed by the receivers mm-hmm. and was executed to absolute perfection because that dude had a freaking dome of a brain and plenty of place to put all that information. Well, not only that, but he, he trusted Peyton so much, too. That's what I'm saying. Peyton, yeah, had, just, Peyton I mean, was a freak, yeah, dude. Yeah, he, he just, there was only one dude made for that, and it was that dude. Right, right, and right. You know, so like, there's so many things that go into play with that, but there's only certain guys that have that that other killer. So like, to me, who's the quarterback that walks up to Tom Brady like Michael Jordan? Okay, have you ever heard of the basketball game that was played in Monaco? I have heard of it. Tell, remind me of that. It was uh, it was like they were practicing for the Olympics, and um, it was a huge pickup game that got heated between uh, Magic had like his team that he picked, and Jordan has his team that he picked. And it just became this huge thing between Jordan and Magic. Magic's telling Jordan, he's just some young kid, he ain't it, he ain't it. And Jordan's telling him, 
I'm taking this. This is my league now. And Ooh. at the end of it, and if you watch uh, or hear any of the stories of Magic telling this, Magic will tell him, me and Larry walked out of that gym going, it's his. Wow. So wow. that's what makes somebody like that a go. Like, right, right. Tell me another guy that you've ever heard of walking into another locker room, smoking a cigar, pointing at a guy and going, you're guarding me tonight? I'm dropping 50. Right. Dude, that, that's a that's a huge th- I mean, not only that, but I mean, th- so let's 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 talk let's talk goats. Let's talk so let me ask you this. So we, we we've got some goats in our mind. You know, when I say top five goats of, of things you're interested in. So there's things that you're interested in. Okay. Obviously. So you got you got rap, basketball, what are some so so rap would be Eminem. Uh, basketball would be who? LeBron? Right now, right no, now, I, right now, it's still Michael, man. Michael, okay, yeah, it's still Michael. Give me some other industries. What are some other goats out there? Oh man, uh, I mean Muhammad Ali. You have to, yeah, Muhammad boxing, Ali. Okay, boxing. Um, yep. Change the sport again. Yep. Another person that, again, because of the attitude, right? He changed the absolute. You talk about the attitude era, right? Like people hate, you know, Hulk Hogan. Right, right. But the dude brought money to that sport. Oh, dude, he's a dick. Yeah. He was an asshole for everybody in the that in wrestling. But Hulk Hogan is a is a goat because of what he did for that sport. Hulkamania, bro. Who doesn't know Hulk Hogan? Hulkamania, brother. You know, I'm a bigger fan of The Rock. I think The Rock is a bigger goat than, yeah. okay. than, than him personally. Okay. All right. Uh my personal favorite wrestler was always Bill Ger- Bill Goldberg. But I think you look at like Stone like, yeah, and let's talk about wrestling. Dude, you got Stone Cold. You got you got uh you know, freaking The Rock. You got so but, Stone, Stone, there's there's you know? certain things that that resonate with you. This is the other thing about guys. This is why this is so subjective. But you also got to look at longevity. There, there, there's certain people that relate to you where you are in life. That's even true. Even at the time, very, very true. So like you're you're thinking like this guy's the goat. I mean, there's people right now saying Patrick Mahomes is a goat. I mean, he's won two but Super see, Bowls. See to me until he walks up to Tom Brady and goes, "Hey man, I'm glad you retired. It's my league now." I mean, right. he's humble because he, he wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, but yeah, I think he, he has that. He I think he too. has that killer instinct, though. Yeah. That if he really wanted to, I think he could. He's See, got a whacked out brother and watch wife, it. dude. They're watch crazy. Who? His Patrick Mahomes' wife and his and his little brother. Yeah, freaking Instagram nut jobs, dude. Really? Oh, they do, they embarrass the dude. Oh. They embarrass him with all this kind of crazy crap, dude. It's, well, it's he might nasty. be a goat if he can continue to perform yeah. like this, win Super Bowls, and yeah. laugh at everybody's face, dude, with a, with an ankle. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, mm. but like a, you could even think like baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite pitchers, dude, uh, Mariano Rivera, one yeah. of the goat closer, bro. Yeah. Or you know, uh, I was a huge John Smoltz fan. Um, you know, Derek Jeter. I, I personally like. Jason Schmidt more than anybody else. Yeah, you know? <laughs> you're biased. Big big shout out to Jason Schmidt, man. If you listen to this, buddy. Um, so, but yeah, dude. Like, so who like who would you put like? Okay, so like the power lifter. What's the the British power lifter dude? That's uh oh the beast. Yeah, uh, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall. Goat, dude. Yeah. So there's there's like three or four different power lifters that are all kind of in goat status. Although I like um uh the, the American guy just because I'm American and I I'm, I'm biased uh. Not Brandon. What's his name? Um, oh, it's not Brandon. Brian Shaw. Mm. I like Brian Shaw. Yeah, a lot. Brian's good too. And Brian, Brian's a funny guy too. Brian's He's good, good too. But Eddie Hall's funny too. Like I love Eddie Hall, and you know, there's there's a lot of guys who are powerlifters and stuff that I follow and watch and everything like that. Because that's why I used to be back Dude, in the day. Golf. So Tiger golf, Woods. I, I mean, yeah, you can't beat Tiger. I mean, I mean Arnold. Pa- but, but then you have Arnold Palmer though, right? 
You got Honor Palmer from for the, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, for the for the or Jake Nicholson. Nicholson. Nichols, Nichols, Nichols. Jack Nichols. But like those guys are like my dad's heroes. Like yeah. this guy, my dad followed those guys. Uh, so Tiger. I mean, even uh, what's his name? Um, ah, dude, he was on a, he was on a rap. Phil. I like Phil Nicholson just because I met him. Phil. Um, the uh, what's what 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 who, who's the guy? He's a young kid. Um, Rory. Royal, yeah, Roy, McElroy? yeah, more, not Royal McElroy, another guy, Bubba Watson, Bubba, yeah, Bubba Watson, I like Bubba too. Is he still on the PGA or did he nah, move over? He moved over to the, the uh, other league. Yeah, I think so. Live the the uh, the uh, the Saudi league, I think is what yeah. they call it. Um, but so like you talk about goats in whatever industry, Dale Earnhardt, we, dude. There's we, another one. Oh my, yeah, you, you raise hell, praise Dale. Woo! Yeah, when you when you talk about <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about guys who are just you know. On one, and they're they're incredible. Even Dale Hard, Earnhardt Jr. If another person in your discipline doesn't step into the same building as you and immediately have thoughts of fear about having to deal with you, you're not a goat. Yes, you're, I would. I would say you're that, not that's, a goat. That, yeah, I would say. If I walked onto a track meet and saw Usain Bolt, I'm pissing my pants. Right. Because I'm not touching that. Nowhere close. Right. 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 I, I think that. You know the the hard part of this whole discussion is that so so, so it's subjective. This. So give me c- cigar industry now. Yeah, cigar industry. What, what do you think about your cigar? Quick, is it? Um, it's impressing me. I'm hoping it, it hangs okay. on because it got a little light in the middle. Okay. So okay. we're getting into this final third here in a second. We're gonna see. But um, are you ready a, for this? It's a very smooth. This San Andreas. Is, this is spice cream kicked up a notch. Okay, a little bit more. A little bit. I'd say it's probably some a little bit more Seco Lajero in it. So like the opinion. sanitarium, but like the spice cream sweetness. Mm, sanitarium has a different has a different flavor to it altogether. Yeah, the b- more bready. Yeah, more bready. This is this more is like a little more fresh bread. Yeah, this is a little more um, fried dough. Yeah, a little jalapeno in it. Yeah, oh, give me some jalapeno. So like, so, so like, like actual pepper. It's got some pepper on it. Yeah, some it's got spice some pepper. pepper. Okay, the spice cream doesn't have any pepper on it to me. See, that's that so mixes me up when they say spice and pepper because when I think of the word spice, I'm thinking of like something spicy. But yeah. they're thinking Red of like or yeah. Like that. They're, but they're when they say like, pepper, they, they mean an actual pepper. Yeah. Whereas like salt and black pepper are technically spices, but. Ay, 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 ay. I know. You get know. what I'm saying. So, like, what do you about the six goats in the cigar industry? So, so give me the goats in the cigar industry. Guys who are like the goats in your mind. Like, the, oh, I mean, man. you've been here for about uh, four dude, years. EP now. Carrillo. Yeah. Yeah. 100% yeah, yeah, the goat. EP. Uh, 100% the goat. Hochi. Yes. Hochi. Yeah. Jose Blanco Hochi is the goat yeah. of, the, of the Dominican Republic. Yeah. I mean, Hochi. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there, dude. I think James from Sinistro is a goat, bro. What? I think James from Sinistro is a goat. That's a that's a that's a big. He's okay. Go ahead. He's one of my Qualify. personal favorite blenders. I, I think blender. he has a really good palate for blending. He's got a good, really unique cigars. I, the goat, bro. I think he would disagree with that. But I mean, that's. that's I think he could be, and and he thinks about tobacco a little bit differently. Just from hearing him talk, and and the only other person I would put in the kind of a weird category is how they look at tobacco. Would be Ricky Rodriguez. Go. R- Ricky's good. Dude, who hangs freaking, who puts it in yugwa pods and hangs it in a tree to ferment the tobacco, that's, bro? That's, that's, I mean. Buried I, it in volcanic ash for you're a right. year. Don't give me, I can't say you're wrong, but I'm thinking about like Carlitos Fuente. Yeah, Fuente. Yeah, you're Carlito. Talking about you're talking about like, I mean, the guys who are, I mean, Davidoff. Avo. Avo. 
I mean, eh. it's. I mean, whether you like it or not, these guys are just the they're the, the trendsetters of old. And there's some new guys that are coming in, but I think it's interesting. But it, we'll, we'll wrap up this discussion with with the, with what with what's next. So what's next in the podcast is we have to define how do you def, how do you we have to define for people how do you define what a goat is. Man. Okay, so like, give me your definition, your your personal definition on what a goat is. Well, I think I think it's like I said, it's somebody that has those things, right? They got the you know they have the accolades. Mm-hmm. They are touted as the hardest working person by every single person that's ever stepped foot in the same gym as them, mm-hmm. right? If you're not that person, you can't be the goat because that means somebody else is working harder than you, mm-hmm. right? So now, unfortunately, we're at the point where some people are so freaking gifted, like Kevin Durant is going to be considered one of the greatest basketball players ever because he's just freakishly talented and gifted. Will Phoenix win the championship? No, bro. I don't think so. Kevin Durant hurt himself. The East is nasty. East is nasty. The East is nasty. Yeah, it is. And Boston's nasty. The East... Boston lives 76ers in the world are nasty. nasty. We're, on the, we're on the heels of St. Patty's Day, by the way. Yeah, we are. I mean, Friday, St. Patty's Day. Well, I always Day. drink Mountain Dew, so. I know. Yeah, you're, you're, you're green. Something's yeah. always green. But for, for me, I, th- I think it's those things, right? I think you have to have, I think you have to be able to be respected around the league. I think you have to be the hardest working person in the gym every single time. I think that you have to have the accolades and the statistics to back it up. Um Kobe was never defensive player of the year. Not once. Kevin Durant's not defensive player of the year. Mm-mm. I don't even know if uh I don't even know if LeBron's ever been defensive player of the year. No, because offenses sell sells. Right. That's sexy. what sells it's tickets sexy, right yeah. now, right? It's sexy, yeah. So but so we keep going. So um and I think they have to they have to have that killer instinct, right? They have to be able to walk into a gym and Literally, like you said, cut off the emotion and tell them, like, I have a job to do, and I'm here to do it. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because I'm the hardest working person in the gym every single day. And then I think you have to be um, you have to be respected outside the league in a way as well. Here's the next part. So if you guys have ideas on how you would judge the GOAT of any generation and everything else like that, send those ideas to our email at Cut Light Smoke Podcast, all one word, Cut Light Smoke Podcast at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts on there. So I don't know why I bleeped you out. I don't Apparently know why. I felt you just, yeah, I was being dirty or something like that. It was kind of crazy. But thank you guys so much for joining us on the Cut Light Smoke Podcast. We want to hear from you. Send us an email. Let us know what you think about the goats and who the best goat is of any discipline that you think. And we'll catch you on the email. With that said, it's Bradley and JB. We're out here like last year. Peace.